A very good uh, afternoon to you, and thank you so much for, ta- for taking the time to speak to us. So this was widely expected by um, economists uh, and, uh, you know, just pundits over the past uh, couple of months saying that there is room or an environment that exists for a repo rate, you know, cut. But 25 basis points, is this the precursor to uh, another 25 basis point cut or is it likely that um, we could see repo rate go up again? Good afternoon. Um, so I think it's very important to take note of the words the governor said, and he was very clear to say, for now, they've penciled in one increase and two increases for 2020. He also mentioned that where people are fixated on hiking cycles and cutting cycles, that's no longer the case. So he did say it's data dependent and it completely depends on what happens going forward and what data points we see. Mm, So it's a little too early to celebrate. That's the warning warning, uh, word I'm hearing. Completely. And and if you look at the data, the last time that inflation was at 4%, the central bank actually kept rates uh, stagnant for a few months and then they started hiking. So we have to keep in mind that um, inflation being at the bottom actually means that they'll start seeing it rising in the future. So this is definitely not a signal that in future we'll see many more cuts to come. So let's talk about the conditions. Um, Standard & Poor's saying that South Africa has to do a lot more to uh, survive junk status once again. And Moody's, of course, uh, being the factor that is interpreted to have pushed for this cut, uh, not um, downgrading us to junk. But what is the trajectory going forward? Are we anywhere near uh, a 2% growth rate for this year? So it's quite interesting also to see that um, S&P yesterday upgraded forecasts of GDP to 2% for South Africa. And this is probably the first time we've seen this in a very long time where we've been seeing forecasts being downgraded versus the other way. And the governor also mentioned that the risks um, to growth right now are on the upside. So how we start seeing those numbers going up is all those things that government promised. Um, the government actually has to do the heavy lifting now. And if those things start coming through and confidence returns to markets, you can actually start seeing um, growth going 2% and potentially higher. So where are the areas we should focus on? Um, The retail sector has uh, improved quite a bit. Uh, Business confidence uh, is also edging up. Um, Manufacturing, we've seen some improvement there. What are the focus, focus areas at this point? I think uh, it will be important to look at all the data points. So not looking looking at things in isolation. Um, you need to start also seeing tourism doing some 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 of the work. You need to see agriculture, um, services sector also coming through, and each and every points will make a difference. And this also depends on the policies that have been promised. So do those things start coming through? What happens with the mining charter? And yeah, so there's there's a lot that has to happen going forward. Um, talk isn't enough to deliver. So what is that that needs to happen? So definitely, like I said, um, government needs to put in those policies that they've promised. And we need to actually see those sustainably um, being implemented and being able to feed through into the structural issues and improving that. 
Okay, what else would you suggest that uh, government should be doing? I mean, as you say, there's been a lot of discussions on policies that ought to be implemented, and some of these things are not entirely new. Um, there's yeah. also been external factors that have been pointed to as the hindrance to us adopting certain policies and implementing them. So what kind of innovative thinking should we be applying? Well, the one thing that's quite controversial is the wage wage bill. So, for instance, that was supposed to come through now, and there's a lot of backlash in terms of should it happen, is it still, is it at a sustainable rate, and um, is it going to go through? Um, the issue with that is it's not just about minimum wage. There also has to be a thinking, and, and when you talk about innovation, there has to be a thinking around improving and relaxing hiring and firing rules within South Africa. So to make to make it more attractive for businesses to open and to operate in South Africa, they have to be able to, to know that if they hire someone, they can let go of that person when conditions change. And that's currently not the situation. So on top of the, the minimum wage and those issues, they also have to be thinking around how do you ease doing business in South Africa. Thank you very much for speaking to us and sharing your insights. Titsi uh, Hatendi Matika, who's market analyst at Absa Wealth and Investment Management.